0: Hi and welcome to Healthy Life Hacks. I'm Jennifer Jeffries, the present day wise woman, a realistic naturopath coming to you from the surfing beaches of Australia. This podcast is for those of you who are wanting to really rock your life and health and live from a place of prevention. Let's get into today's episode. A mystical state of bliss that requires you to open your mind Body and soul channels. Ooh, that is sulphoria And I'm excited that I am here today with the author of the new book, sulphoria Alessandra segredo And I apologize if I pronounce that wrong. I am a little Australian and we say things differently. So let you me said introduce you. Did I? Yes, I get it back. <laughs> All right. So I wanted to introduce you. So I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna read this out for those of you well, as you're listening, just because there's so much cool stuff in it. So Alessandra grew up as an adopted quarter black bisexual female mystic in a household of strict Salvation Army ministers. That has to be interesting. I grew up and went to Salvation Army myself as a kid in young years as church. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, it was it was a challenge, but it was
1: <laughs> it was you know there's there's the good and there's the negative
0: to it, but absolutely. So you left an abusive mani- marriage and going through a divorce and subsequent bankruptcy only to face a walnut sized inoperable tumor inside your brain there are some things that these are some of the things that help make you who you are today and they are absolutely some big hurdles to grow through we'll talk a bit into those today um you've been privileged to touch thousands of lives over years recording artists of guided meditations a public speaker and a, a course and retreat leader and along the way You've been creating a new system of approaching spirituality in a way that has been called a paradigm shift. Now you think it's worth, well, it's bottom line, it's time for you to bring Sulphoria to the world, and you've done that. So huge congratulations on having your book. It's out there. and about to hit the streets, which is super cool. People can pre-order. We'll talk about that later. But um, I love that its kind of subtitle is that it's a provocative and practical approach to spirituality. Yes. Why and why now for this book? So the
1: provocative aspect is because I really try to challenge certain beliefs that people have adopted through their life, whether that's religious upbringing, whether it is just how the way they're looking at the world. So the provocative is that challenging of your mind and your subconscious to remove the masks that you've been carrying and adopting. And then from there, the practical approach is really about the fact that every aspect of the book has practices involved with it so that you're actually learning tangible exercises to apply in life. And that was one of my core focuses is that I feel that people right now are really in a stage of growth and they're looking for something. They're looking for something to give them a sense of resilience and a sense of the ability to be able to face challenges as they're coming at them. Because I think we're lacking right now with that. So...
0: Uh agree, and I'm a real practical person. It's all wonderful to learn stuff, but if you don't know how to apply those learnings to day-to-day life, it's it's pretty useless. So I love that you've bought iLife workbook kind of things. I love things that you can actually do the work on the way through. So that's awesome. Yes. Super cool. Yeah. So um, I love some of the uh, – and we'll get you to talk oh, – I jump all over the place. That's okay. I have, I have to go <laughs> straight there, but I'm, I'm straight to – soldier your now. instinct. Just go with it. Give it to <laughs> me. Tell me about soulgasms. Soulgasms. Okay. So Solgasms. Yeah. So
1: Solgasm was actually what the book was going to be called. Mm. So it was going to be called Solgasms. And Solgasms was is the it's the state of Sulphoria. this the, that is what Sulphoria actually is, Solgasm. So the idea is that you are uniting all your different energies and you are having an experience similar to an orgasm, but you're actually experiencing it through your soul so it's like experiencing the world around you and everything in a different sense a different sense of colors and texture and everything is heightened
0: i love it so that's yeah. one of the chapters so to speak or, or elements parts of the book tell me about some of the others and how is it a, a running sequence that it's one of those books yes. that you read you know cover to cover or can you just jump straight to soulgasm for instance tell me so What's- um
1: soulgasm- is actually the old name of the book. It's not actually a part of the book anymore. Oh, it's not
0: anymore. Okay, all right. No, yeah, okay. Sorry. I got all excited for a minute. That's
1: okay. The whole it's thing's
0: is I'm good with that. All good.
1: Yeah, it's because it was trademarked. So ah, I had to choose a different name, which Sulphoria is actually beautiful, I think,
0: for it. I totally, so, I'm really into the name.
1: You can choose any part of the book and dive in because every section of the book has a teaching, a series of teachings within it. And then at the end of it, it has practices. My hope is that people will actually follow it through because I have written the book in such a way that, you know, when I start teaching people about this, this is the process that I would guide them through. So we would start with, I'll just walk you through it quickly. The first part is the flirtation of the cosmos. So this is where we're starting to tap into our intuitive side, kind of really get grounded and start listening and and connecting with our ancestry and our ancestors and the different aspects of ourself. So that's the flirtation of the cosmos. It's recognizing the fact they've been flirting with you all your life. So from the flirtation of the cosmos, we go to embodying the soul. So that is about your relationship with your physical form and your body. That includes your sexuality. That's where you hear more of the conversation around Sogasm. It talks about, um, I go into the fact that masturbation can be a form of meditation.
0: Oh, totally Um, meditative
1: to me. (laughs) Right? Exactly. And I talk about sexual expression and also just connecting with your body and seeing it as this, this precious gift, because without so many of us focus only on the soul, we forget that without the body, our soul would not have this experience. And it's come here craving that tangible experience. So from embodying the soul, um, we move into the spiritual strip tease. And the spiritual strip tease is this is where we actually start revealing the aspects of ourselves that we've adopted because of other people's maybe passings on that they've given to us, whether, again, I'll go back to the fact that that could be religious upbringing um, or it could be, you know, just the different things we've been taught about ourselves that we've decided to wear as a mask and we're hiding behind. So the spiritual striptease is empowering the person to discover what those things are and to start removing them. So I talk about things like karma and sin and how, you know, maybe those are things that could be questioned and it's okay to question them because I think, again, a lot of people, we, we get these we often go from religion to spirituality and we adopt these new dogmas, which are almost identical to religious ones. Yes. And then, you know, we can't understand how we can't get out of this cycle. So I'm just trying to get people to explore these different aspects. Nice. Then from the spiritual striptease, we go into the sublimely naked soul. And this is where we, so this is a very powerful section from my perspective, because I feel that often we are teaching people all these things, but we don't teach them how to be proud of who they've emerged as. So, after the spiritual striptease, you've done all this work on yourself and you're all clear. And then you go back into the world. How do you deal with other people's reactions to your new naked self? Because hmm. you're a different person now and that can really affect your relationships. How do you work through that? So that's where the sublimely naked soul comes in. And then from there, we have the mistress of mysticism, <laughs>
0: which is... Um, these are the about... best names. So
1: this is actually, this is where... I'm encouraging women to really tap into the three aspects of ourselves. and I'm inviting them to connect with their child side and their teen side, and I call it their woman's side, or their crone side. And the idea is that depending on the different issue, we always have these three aspects within us. And as, we, as obviously, as we go through life, we start exploring them differently. But when we're dealing with different situations, especially when we're healing ourselves, there are different aspects of ourselves that might be damaged from childhood or teenhood. And we never really pare it down that way. Or if we're going to a situation with life and let's say we need to be a little bit more rebellious and stand up a little bit more aggressively for ourselves, we might pull in our teen side versus going just as the woman or just as the child. If we need to be more creative, we might pull up the child. So I invite them to connect and really merge all of those together. And then you also talk a little bit about ritual and manifesting in that section as well.
0: Love it. I love it. I'm just curious because <laughs> I, and I was just thinking for a moment, like I was listening to a Deepak Chopra book this morning. <laughs> and so I I love audio books as well. So your kind of the workbook side of it, your book will be available in uh, audio as It'll well? A, it will be, not, not uh, right at not the same me. time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Super cool. Just wanted to check. I like audio books as well. Cool. Excellent. And when yeah. you do that, I guess the like a PDF of the workbook part will come with it.
1: Yes, and what I'm also trying to do is I'm trying to build a section on my website that actually has, if you purchase the book, you can access online exercises. That would be oh me walking you through the exercises versus you trying to, because I know how hard it can be to go, okay, close your eyes. No, breathe this way. No, breathe this way. And you're reading it and you're totally disconnected. So, Excellent. I love it. Again, it's practical.
0: Exactly. And that's one of was one of my core goals. So, yeah. Oh, you've nailed that. So tell me, you've had... Uh, an interesting uh, life so far. There you go. Yes. Experiences that you've had to grow through, which is obviously made you very resilient. Tell me what you see as your secret to, uh, to be able to be resilient and, and, um, and keep moving through life.
1: Well, for me, my resilience really came from my connection. I would say with my metaphysical belief, in the way the universe and the world works. So it really came from my connection to everything I talked about in Sulphoria in the sense that we're not alone and we have these ancestors that are surrounding us and helping us. And if we learn to connect with them and converse with them, we can receive their support. So that simple belief has given me a lot more resilience because it's allowed me to feel like there's different levels of dimensions that I can be working with to do things like heal
0: and to move through different life challenges. Nice. Very yeah. cool. And that's, that's the thing. If they're always, it's there, but a lot of people aren't aware of that, that we can tap into yes. support.
1: And so I'm going to add in one more thing. I would say uh-huh. the next thing to that would be the sense of self-love, just your overall sense of the fact that you've chosen to be here and you deserve to take up space. You deserve to exist here. Yeah. And that I think is, that can make you so much more resilient. And it also allows you through your resilience to open up to opportunities because you're less fearful of taking on those chances. Very cool.
0: So you spoke before about kind of the the three, the three times. So like the child, the teen, and the woman, or the crone. Like I'm a crone nowadays. So, what are some of the benefits of tapping into those those timelines of ourselves? And how's that so, in the book, or how does that come through in the book?
1: So in the book, you will. Um, the book also has sections called Mystic Moments, which are kind of my, my versions of my own journey. When I do a journey or I do a channeled or a trance state, I'll yeah. sometimes write down the experiences I have. So those are in there. And I think there is one in there for the child, teen, woman side. Um, you will also experience different exercises as well as client stories that I've worked with different people around working with those different sides. So I'll take a step back and I'll explain to you what the benefits oh, would they be are, for you. please do. Yeah. yeah. So the first would be, Let's say you're, I mean, you're uh, an adult female, and let's say you're going into a business meeting and you have to be really creative for that business meeting. You've got to think outside of the box. So that's when you could pull in your child side because your child side is going to be more exuberant, more free spirited. Often they'll be more in that way, more free spirited. Yep. Um, and more the teen creative is thinking too. Creative, yes. Yeah. Uh, the teen is more rebellious. So if you, let's say you're going to go in and you're going to ask your boss for a raise. And you need to pull up that kind of cockier teenager side, yep. then you're going to pull up that teenager. Got it. And then if you need to be more calm, confidence, and more wisdom, then you'd pull up the woman. So those are the way I've broken it down. Now, on top of that, in the book, we talk a little bit as well about um, healing those different aspects or he- working with those different like traumas from your past. and so Or questioning, for example, why do I respond this way to this situation? And then you ask your different sides. You ask who, which one of you is still holding that energy package of that trigger response to this. And you allow that side to step forward. And then from there, what you do is you actually connect with them and you ask them, okay, show me why you're still holding on to this. So there's different layers of as well as healing that I've tried to go into. I've tried to fit a lot into a little book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: But I'm, I'm a bottom line thinker, so I love that you've, you've put so much in, but then you've given the practical part to be able to do something with it and explore that's a really powerful question to ask to find out which part um is running us at a time yes exactly and all of our ages those times are absolutely all running us at different times
1: exactly and And i feel like it just gets us one step closer to actually understanding where that
0: is coming from and how to work through it yeah is this book for women or men or everyone just curious. I would say
1: it could be for everyone. I, I've had some good reviews from some males, but I would say it's like I've written it mostly for women, so mm-hmm. I refer to to the feminine and the female side more often than I would. Even though guys, yeah, and, and guys still
0: have feminine energy as well. They have exactly, feminine. and I mean it's really for everybody. So oh,
1: <laughs> everybody that's would quite, be, that's I would right. think that'd be fantastic.
0: <laughs> Very cool. So, um, touching base with you before we came onto this interview, we were talking about how to how we can kind of handle life after chaos. And even the last two years, which was such an unknown, and it's still such an unknown for so many people. What are some ways that you've been able to find to, to deal with life after and or going through times of chaos? I would say um,
1: surrounding yourself with people who love you and who believe in you Uh, just being able to actually be out around people and be social. Don't, hide yourself away because Mm. you have to try to maintain a little bit of the normal other than that for me a lot of my practices include things like yoga I do a lot of body movement work just because it's important to get yourself grounded into feeling what you're feeling in that moment so even just starting your day off with some sort of movement can help
0: absolutely very cool um from the you touched on even when we first started talking. You said to me, "Just trust your intuition," and I, I very much live on that trust. Trust that whatever comes through is right. And I had that kind of download when I was about forty. I went, "Wow, whatever, whatever happens is right happening." And I've trusted that since. But how do you help people tap into intuitive tools for everyday life for them to start developing that stuff? Because it's it's so, people like you and I have evolved through into that that way. Yes. A lot of people haven't you maybe will pick up this book
1: yeah it's it's true so i don't actually go into the intuitive tools too much in this book i talk about intuition and starting to connect with the elements so i find that sometimes people can connect because intuition happens as we open ourselves it's not always by seeking for it sometimes it's just by opening yourself to more messages so by going out and touching some trees Mm. and if you live by the water go and stick your hand in the fresh water and just experiencing nature listening to the wind the next time there's a windstorm stand outside and just listen to it because that allows you to open up and that will trigger the intuition so i think there's a lot of different ways that people can discover it if they want to use actual tools there's a lot of basic tools they could use as well there's uh tools like oracle cards which are a great starting point Mm. for people just starting out
0: yeah i'm the connect with nature i usually surf for sunrise every morning and i get the coolest I'm so present the moment that the sun kisses the horizon and it's better than any meditation for me. And and it is. It's just like you're so present, but there's amazing downloads at the same time.
1: And I think you've hit on something really important is that meditation is not always sitting in a... a position, Right? That's the thing. And this is the thing else I talk about in the book. I I agree. Meditation. Yeah. And it's all about the fact that you've got to form your own practice discover. Cause like, sometimes it could be movement. Sometimes I'll just turn on movement and I'll literally just spin around the house and trance out that way. So.
0: Yeah. I've uh, one of my spiritual teachers said to me years ago that meditating just meant to do one thing at once to be so present and just be in it. So yeah, when my mother knits, it's like the world disappears. Yes. Just in it. And for her, that's a meditation. Me, I'm really into chanting and, and stuff more than sitting on the tap top of a mountaintop in the full lotus position chanting om that doesn't work for me but being present in whatever i'm doing is yeah yeah that's it's, beautiful i needed to be still but still there's a a flow in yeah like the, the buddhists are big on the walking meditations and stuff like that again yes. i'm so present in what you're doing yeah exactly you're aligned your whole that's that's
1: the state of sephoria is when you have that full alignment oh. And then and then you have that that
0: bursting of energy. That's that's what it is. So cool. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah, you're so alive. I'm just wondering whether that's the that there's a when we surf, you're so connected to nature, like in that moment with the wave. And it's like you and the wave become one, and there's a it's better than any orgasm on the planet. It's like just this whole Sogasm, I guess, but you're so in with nature and so present with it. you have to be, otherwise you go ass up, and it's like it's uh, it's it's crazy, like a form of meditation I have found anyway. And you talk to other surfers, and we talk about the stoke, but it's that that moment that you're so with nature, mind-blowing, totally one with it, totally. So how yeah, did that's you,
1: incredible.
0: you had that conservative kind of upbringing? Mm-hmm. The mystic come in at what kind of age? I was was very
1: young. I, I I would say I was probably about seven or eight years old. And my parents were so uh, conservative. There was no alcohol allowed in the house. You weren't really allowed to dance. Like you weren't allowed to go to dances, things like that. You know, it's like the footloose
0: (laughs) mentality. My parents had a dry wedding. They had tea at their wedding.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So, you know, so, um, but as a child, I don't know if it's because of my, my genes, because I was adopted and I have, I've always been very different than my adoptive family. My adoptive family was a beautiful family. So I don't want to be that I'm saying anything negative about them, but they've just had their very strict and conservative ways. And so you, it was like, they were trying to fit a giant sunflower in this little box. And so what I used to do is I used to spin around the house because I wasn't allowed to really dance. Like you couldn't really dance. So I just you were allowed to
0: spin, but not dance. Yeah. So you your yeah, I would just meditation back then.
1: <laughs> and and what happened is I was in one of my rooms, and I oh in Saskatoon. We lived in Saskatchewan, which is yeah. a part of Canada. Oh,
0: Sorry. Yeah, I've totally been there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love that. That's crazy. But I've winter. Holy shit. Wow. Oh, amazing. yeah. I've been there in a day. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I was spinning, and suddenly it was like the whole room shifted, and there were these, this is going to sound the same, but there were these beings there. And they were like half bird, half man. Oops, beings. And um, it uh, it just changed me. It just, it, 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 in that moment, it was the first moment that I realized my parents believed there was a God in the sky. And I'm going to go off in a little bit of a thing here. Uh, okay. So they, they believe there's a God in the sky and they're wrong. And that's okay. That's okay that they're wrong. Because you know what? Exist doesn't care. It doesn't give a fuck. Sorry, it's just it in doesn't reality. It doesn't
0: in their yes. reality, that's yes. reality. And that's okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's exactly. It. And that and that was um, I was very young, and that kind of changed my whole outlook on life. And then from there, um, I went through a lot of different shifts and I ended up meeting someone who became a very good platonic friend of mine who actually helped me to learn to do like past life regression and meditation and all of those different components. And and I had a lot of uh
0: metaphysical
1: spiritually opening experiences with that so very cool yeah. so
0: what's next you know you're a young woman you know coming through this journey what's next you're not my crone kind of age or anything like that yet where are you what are you up to where i am going to i want to write and write and write and so i'm already
1: um way through my next book which i think i'm i'm going to be calling the dawning of the inner queen we'll see
0: the dawning uh, of the inner
1: queen yes um, Okay. But the idea is I'm bringing different 12 attitudes forward to help people uh, be able to connect into their their reigning of their internal self so that they can own their own domain. Yeah. So, um, and I'm also with Sulphoria, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be trying to offer workshops in different courses online. So yeah. I'm hoping that people will pick up the book and really be interested about diving deeper into sections. So if you love the Mistress of Mysticism and you want to learn more, then I will have a course for that or I will have a series of different
0: workshops for that. So love it. So your book, when it comes out in May, so this we're recording this in advance, but it's going to come out somewhere around that time, maybe a couple of weeks later.
1: Yes. So I believe it's coming out May 24th and it will be available on chapters and Indigo and Amazon and all all the usual places. places. Yeah. yeah. Or they can also stop by Sulphoria.ca. And there'll be different links to different places that you can purchase it.
0: So. All right. And in my show notes, I'll make sure that I put links to your um, to your website. That's easy. What's Perfect. the best way for people to follow you and keep up to date with what you're doing? Are you an Instagram chick more than Facebook? Um, I kind of duplicate both. both. So, That's the, I'll put links to both on my website for you or on the podcast for you. That's easy. Perfect. Okay. Sounds great. If you had to leave uh, my listeners with one message about your book, what would it be? About my book? Yeah about, um, yeah, about the book and well, and how it relates to life.
1: I would say that I hope the book brings you all a true initiation experience into a sulfuric state of being. That's my my goal. Is that I hope this book will allow everyone to feel better about themselves better about your choices and better about your life and learn to live in a sephoric state on a more regular basis instead of just
0: experiencing it occasionally. Running around, having sargasms on a daily basis.
1: Yes. Living in that constant sargasm <laughs> <soul-gasm> state. <laughs> constant,
0: a state of yeah. broken, sargasm. I love it. I love yes. it. Thank you so much for your time today. It's a pleasure right. so meeting you. And I really look forward to checking out the book too, as soon as it's available.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. My pleasure.
0: See you later. Bye. I want to thank you for being here today. If you enjoyed my podcast, please let me know by leaving a review on Apple podcast. Every month I draw one lucky person who leaves a review on Apple podcast to have a free one hour consultation with me. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you're tuning in from so that you always catch the next episode. And if you would like to receive a free copy of my Feed Your Body ebook, simply click the link in the comments below. Join my newsletter and we will get that free ebook sent to you. I welcome your emails and you can write to me at podcast at healthylifehacks.com.au. Until next time, remember, when it comes to life, live it, love it, and get on with it.